Hello, and welcome to On a Mission Podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at Remax Results, a Good Life Group, and Kelly Tanky, loan originator, NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank. I'm Kelly Tanky. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the State Fair because guess what? It starts on the day this episode comes out. It sure does. And I feel like it snuck up on us like real quick. It just all of a sudden, it's like, bam, end of summer, done. <laughs> Really? I seriously, we, Joe and I woke up this morning and we were like, where did summer go? Like, it felt like it just flew by. But then as we were in the midst of it, I was like, man, it's so hot out. It was, it was a hot summer. This really is, hot summer. So this is my theory because <clears throat> we didn't really have a spring, right? Like it was pretty cold, pretty late. And then all of a sudden it was like 85 degrees. Yeah. So we didn't really have a spring. We had an early-ish summer where like it was like 85, 90 degrees in May. And now it already feels like fall. So I feel like we're just kind of like out of sorts on like when things are happening and weather-wise because, and I think when it got so hot, us as like us in the real estate industry it was kind of the same time when things were like super busy and super like going super fast. So we just kind of like missed it. I feel like. Yeah. Fair enough. Definitely. When you uh, incorporate kiddos into the equation too, it's like, and we have a gap like two weeks right now. So it's like coordinate coordinating everything. And it's like the final stages of summer. And you're like, Oh, we do. <laughs> we like, get outside. That's what we do. Yeah. We get outside yep. <laughs> and enjoy the re- the remainder of the summer heat that we're going to have. So yes, exactly. <clears throat> All right, but should we dig into the state fair? We shall. All oh, right. So I know we've done. I think we've done an episode about the state fair every year. We've done the podcast, so I think this will be our yeah. our third episode. I of think so. I think so. so. Um, I just want to go over some like basic facts of the state fair. Um, Good for it, you. I love that. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It is the, you know, the best 10 days of summer, right? That's what they always say. It runs from August 25th through Labor Day, which is September 5th, 2022. So, you know, you can go Thursday through the following Monday. Um, let me find here. No, I got to find it. I had the hours pulled up so that everybody knew that because they are some different hours. Um, 
Admission will be permitted from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. August 25th through September 4th and 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Labor Day, September 5th. So I think it's open a little bit later on Labor Day um, this year. Um, So if you're looking to go, I mean, you can be one of those bright and early 7 a.m.ers or, you know, you can hang out until the evening. I have gone in the morning and I have gone in the afternoon. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I will say I also have not been there since COVID. So I have no yeah. idea what what that turnout um, has looked like. But we did, I actually was just going through our notes. We um, we started this last year, actually. Oh, we did. Okay. So I know at least as I'm looking at our notes from 2020, we did not talk about it, but let me go. Maybe probably because it wasn't going on because of COVID. Yeah. So we probably didn't yeah. cover it because mm-hmm. they did, was it 2020? They just did the drive-through thing where like you could drive through and get food, but you couldn't actually like do anything. Yes. And then last year, I think it was kind of like limited tickets. So they Mm -hmm. like limited how many tickets they would sell every day. Um, So that's maybe why. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But I think last year, our, our main topic was um, fun facts. Yes. About and we each found our own fun facts about the state fair. Yes. Which was really fun. So we'll make sure to drop um, that episode in case you want to learn a little bit more. And I think that we just went into detail about some of our favorite items as well. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously I will not be here for the state fair this year, which yeah. when we booked the trip, we didn't actually realize because, you know, we booked it so far in advance and then it was like, oh shoot. So, um, and we just don't think, well, I actually have a wedding to go to Friday evening before we head out. So the oh, only my. day we really be able to go is Thursday. And that just feels mm-hmm. a little bit too stressful, especially, you know, with everything illness wise going around. I just don't know that I want to be, um, at opening day here two days before we go to Europe. So yeah, it will be really interesting to see what the turnout is. And to answer your question, um, I don't think we intend to go because we're closing in here. We're within two weeks of closing on our home. And so, uh, our main focus really is going to be to get everything wrapped up with packing yeah. this apartment, but we did hire movers. So that yeah. is going to be our saving grace, but, um, it does make me sad. Like I, it, cause I do enjoy going to the state fair and having like, I don't enjoy being like elbow to elbow with people. Like that's never been my thing. I, and for that reason, when I go to concerts, even it's like, I like to yeah. be <laughs> not yeah. like not here in the midst of everything um but I've got my favorites and I, I I'm like oh no sad I'm not gonna get my like annual traditional photo of the Ferris wheel which yeah. ironically is the photo that we're going to be using for the podcast post and it's yep. like the obligatory post almost Absolutely. it's like everybody does that and it's like uh uh of like competition of who can get like all of the lights at the same time. So it's really cool. (laughs) It is, it is, you know, it is so quintessential Minnesotan. And Mm -hmm. I think we kind of talked about this last year, but 
like the Minnesota State Fair, I think is one of the like most well-attended state fairs in the country. And I think so much of that has to do with obviously like our weather is very seasonal and it is a great way to wrap up the summer. Um, You know, most people, like when you think about it, like most other states have already started school. Their state fairs were like a a month ago, you know? Yeah. It is just kind of a different twist on it, but um, why don't we jump in and I am on the new foods page. Me too. Me too. And just salivating over here. I know. (laughs) So I think this is a very strong showing of new foods. Um, There, there's usually, I want to say between like, you know, like 20 to 30 new foods, but I think there's like Mm -hmm. 40 new menu items this year, which is crazy. Um, They also have, I'm going to first talk about the new vendors because there's several new vendors as well. Okay. Um, And I'll just go through, I won't go like dive deep into them. But there's the Midtown Global Markets Arepa Bar, which if you've Uh, never had an arepa, they're very delicious. Um, mm. There's Bridge and Barrel Root Beer, which it looks like it's like a a non-alcoholic vendor for Lift Bridge. You've got the Herbivorous Butcher, which they are a vegan shop Mm. in Northeast. Mm. They have a booth this year. Nautical Bowls has one. So they have like acai bowls. There is nautical bowls over on 50th in France. Oh they yeah, exactly there's, one, it there's is. one up on uh, Elm Creek Parkway too. So nice. that just opened. Um, we've got the pickle barrel sirloin tips is a vendor. Mm. We've got this one sounded interesting. Richie's cheese curd tacos. Like, tell me more, right? Tell me uh-huh. more. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. We've got Rick's Pizza, Soul yep. Bowl, Union Mung Kitchen. Which, if you watch the latest episode or the latest series of Iron Chef, um, that's actually a chef that competes on the show. Mm-hmm. You've got Waffle Chicks, and that's it. So you've got, what, is that eight new vendors? One, two, or three, ten new vendors, six, which I think is a nine. lot. Nine. Yeah. So that's quite yeah. a few new vendors. Um, yeah. And... I think, which is awesome. It means, you know, there's new opportunities for people. Um, Yeah. The one thing, the the one item I'm going to call out, and then Kelly, if you want to like talk about the one that caught, or two that, or three, whatever. (laughs) This sounds good. (laughs) This Rick's Pizza is a new vendor and they have a pickle pizza. Yeah. Which I am intrigued and interested and slightly appalled by (laughs) i'm like here's the thing is like i love a hamburger pizza pickles are fine they're not like Mm -hmm. my thing like i i do have an like a thought that i would like to try that pizza um i would certainly try it as well i am not opposed to that um, I like to say I can, um, have a, a diverse palate. And so the herbivorous, um, butcher mm-hmm. is, um, definitely something that I've been intrigued by. I think that it is hard, um, when it comes to vegan entrees yeah. to be incredibly successful with that. So when, 
Um, and I, they've been around for a couple of years now. And so when I saw that they were having their opening, I think it was over in Northeast, right? Yep. Yeah, they're right. Um, I was like, interesting. Tell me more. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Um, and so it's, it is awesome to see them now as a vendor at the state fair. It's almost like a rite of passage Yeah. when you're like, all of a sudden you're a vendor at the state fair and, um, you're bringing a different kind of taste to the table as well. So I'm very intrigued by that. Um, the nautical bowls is something that, um, I, I actually accidentally went past cause it's not right on 50th in France. It's one street over West or sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Off of 50th. Um, and I was like, Oh, what's this nautical bowls? And now I know I've got a, a better idea. Um, right up my alley, by the way, that is the stuff where I'm like, let's we're, we're taking the whole family and we're going <laughs> over there like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's that all of that is like right up my alley. And um, actually, I'm kind of craving it. But let's go back to Rick's Pizza because I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like it sounds initially really disgusting. But this is what the state fair is known for is stuff like this, where it's like it catches your attention and you're kind of initially your your knee jerk reaction is to go absolutely not. And then you're like, but wait a second, it's the one and only time in the year for me to try something new, different, unique, maybe like really outside your boundaries. And that's, that's certainly one of them that like, I never would anticipate that you could mix pickles with pizza. In I mean, a way. So it'll be interesting. That makes that's a hit. Sense, but it's just something that it's like, I just would have never thought of it. And yeah. I just wonder, like, you know, there's, like, several beers that are only released at the State Fair, and it's, like, one of those where it's, like, I think one slice of pickle pizza would be enough. Like, I don't know that I would need anything more than that, so I don't know that I would ever order it, like, as a pizza, but one slice at the State Fair, I'd definitely give it a shot. Um, I kind of want to go back, though, and talk about something you kind of mentioned like with the herbivorous butcher is there seems to be a theme of more vegan and vegetarian options, which is nice to see. I think that's like several of the new foods had vegetarian or vegan um, options. So just as kind of a, you know, informational thing, if you eat in a certain um, dietary way, they I think that's one thing that maybe the state fair really didn't offer before. Um, mm-hmm. And they're starting to kind of weave that into their food options. So yeah. like so you've got um, one of the options is a vegan corn dog at Daryl's Doghouse. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's a like to me. Hi. Like I love corn dogs. Like it's it is something like is it's a super pastime, right? Yeah. And you're like, man, a corn dog sounds really good. Yeah. But you also know <laughs> what you're getting into with the corn dog as well and just it's not healthy. So, why not try a vegan option to see how it compares to like I I think of telling my fiance Joel about this and him just shaking his head eyebrow raise all of the like eye rolls <laughs> and I mean, going, yeah why like why but to me this is it's like it gives people an opportunity to go man I really like 
I don't want to eat that because it just, to me, like my body can't handle that certain kind of food, but this could be an alternative option for me to be able to handle the food and for it to taste good as well. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's food. Um, Mm -hmm. I also just pulled up the, and this is all, obviously you can find all of this, the minnesotastatefair.org. Um, mm-hmm. is the main website, but um, they've also got some really great concerts this year. So I just kind of want to do the grandstand stage lineup. Yes. I'm going to go through all of them. Perfect. But Allison Chains, Bush, and Breaking Benjamin. That's the kickoff on Thursday. So that's going to be an hey, shoot. Yeah. Got <laughs> Counting Crows, which is, I feel like, kind of a throwback. Um, totally and, and then special guests flowers. with wallflowers yeah uh-huh, uh-huh, on friday uh-huh. um yep. the one on saturday is the one i'm really sad we're missing me too oh my Portugal gosh man and manchester orchestra and then sunday you've got yeah. pitbull which should be really fun like that's uh-huh. a party right there uh monday you've got the beach boys which didn't even know uh, they were still still singing music. So that's they cool. they sh- they're they're alive and kicking. They are. Uh, Tuesday you've got Jim Gaffigan, which everybody loves. Jim Gaffigan. Wednesday, this is another good one too. Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, is playing. Um, and then Thursday you've got Ario Speedwagon and Sticks. My parents would love to go to that concert. Oh, my gosh. So many concerts growing up. Same. Friday, another good concert. You've got the Zac Brown Band. Like, I feel like this is a pretty good lineup. Like, really good, like, options. (laughs) Saturday's Diana Ross, which just belted out. And then it kind of wraps up. You've got Sunday is an amateur talent contest. And then Monday evening, you know, it's a shorter night is the Disney princess concert. So wow. If you don't I'm have your tickets thoroughly impressed. Yet, yeah. If you don't have your tickets yet, um, head on over there and see if there's any still available. Yes. Oh my gosh. I would love, love, love to see Portugal. Um, Wait, is it Portugal, the man and Manchester orchestra? Yep. yep. Okay. Um, and I would absolutely die to go see Ario Speedwagon and Sticks and then um Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band is one of those where it's like that like country is not my thing, but I dabble with Zach Brown Band. Yeah. He's more like folk folky like yeah but yes I agree like yeah really great lineup really great options um mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of sad I'm missing it but also not sad because you know it's not it, it is not the last time that he's going to be rolling through the twin cities and definitely. so for that I think it's okay all good I'm I am really impressed with the grandstand lineup though that's quite impressive yeah really impressive it should be good so that's a little bit about the state fair is there anything else you kind of want to add or talk about kelly no i think let's just give ourselves an opportunity to talk about our favorites and then we can wrap everything up keep it keep it short and simple sure uh what are your favorites 
Well, so I, I am a huge fan of cheese curds. So mouse traps, cheese curds, though, here's the, here's the problem I bump into with that is like, I, I have to share it with somebody because it's just seems to be so much. It's like, that's a lot. And they're fresh and just ooey gooey. And all of that grease is like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So cheese curds, number one. Um, I, for the life of me can never remember what the location of this is called, but I know it's relatively close to where the milk stand is, but I get crab cakes every year and they're so good. Like they're just, I mean, they're, they're like, I've had way better crab cakes that are way more fresh and, um, just made better yeah. But I I remember like walking past and I was like, "Ooh, crab cakes. Yes, I'm going to get that." And and ever since then it's like like crab cakes is one of my first things that I'll go and get. Um I have to get milk, chocolate milk, and then oh, chocolate I, milk even. Yeah. So I also really like um I'll just wrap up with two other ones the blue beer, like I'm not a beer person, but what's the blue beer that they serve? Shell's blueberry one. Shell's blueberry. I'll always get that. And then, I mean, Sweet Martha's cookies. So yummy. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Definitely Sweet Martha's cookies. Like that's, I will just go to the fair and get that. Like I would be happy (laughs) after that. Um, It's, yeah, that's like one of my requirements. Um, And I, Mm -hmm. And I always debate, should I just get the cone or get the bucket? I always get the bucket because, you know, while you're at the state fair, you might as well. Um, And then I like the blue barn because it has um, lift bridge is in there. And so they always have like a couple unique beers and they have like just really good, like quintessential like Minnesota food like a lot of like wild rice and Mm -hmm. you know like but they they put their spin on it so yeah always gotta make a stop there and then yeah cheese curds yeah cheese curds for sure I'll add one more and this is kind of in line with the Minnesota theme um uh the like far east side it's kind of like where the lumber like oh yeah lumberjack stuff goes on um, they have a really fantastic walleye mac and cheese Ooh, that I've added yes. to the arsenal. So that, like, I'll get that one as well. But again, a lot of this stuff, like, I'm, I'm just in my, and in my elder millennial years, getting to a point where I can't, I can't muster all of that food. <laughs> I've got to share it. So, like, the walleye mac and cheese, I like have probably half of it, and I'm like. Who tossing it in the garbage just like oh I just spent like it's like $13 and you're like such a waste of money (laughs) such a waste it you almost have to go with like you have to go in kind of with a plan and also somebody that's like okay I'll team up with you you know like yeah that's usually what Zach and I do but he always gets he usually always tries like something spicy or yeah. some kind of stick that like I won't eat. And I'm like, you're all on your own for that one. But <laughs> that's why I think like the cheese curds and like Sweet Martha's cookies, like they're super shareable. And like, obviously mm-hmm. Sweet Martha's cookies, you can always just bring them home. So right. that works out well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sweet Martha's knocked it out of the park. And I feel like they just like every single year they keep like 
their sales year over year profit. Like they make more at the Minnesota state fair than they do just in sales they, like year round. Like, yeah. I mean, because well, until like a few years ago, I don't think they sold yeah. anywhere else. And now like I have found them in like high B in the pros. High B. Section. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where yeah they make that. like two million dollars in the 10 days that it's over. just like, it's it's crazy. crazy it's crazy but if you think about like how much they actually take home because of the vendor costs I found out like the vendors pay up the wazoo but that's neither here nor there so <laughs> but it is an important component so it certainly is yeah. So yeah if you check out the state fair let us know uh what you do and what some of your favorite food situation was that's all yeah let us know if you go see pitbull <laughs> yeah mr international <laughs> oh my gosh make money money make money money that's not one of his lyrics. Sorry, guys. That was really terrible. <laughs> Anyways, we're just, we're just like bantering. Now. We're just having fun. We're just having fun. Well, everybody, I hope you and we hope you enjoyed our um, hopefully annual tradition of talking on the Minnesota State Fair. It is always fun to learn uh, what are the new foods? What's who's up for the lineup for the grand stage, because it is a huge, huge Minnesota get together. So hope you enjoyed and we'll chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission. Bye. Bye.